Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm just laughing. <laughs> there are these TikToks, and if you've seen them, where teachers will play music like this for their kids and they will write their responses. Yes, oh, so my good. God. They played this one the other day, and some kids said, it sounds like every 80s car commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the? Have you guys seen the videos where they'll go back and listen to songs from the past? Oh yeah! But listening to the lyrics closely for the yeah. first time, and you're like, "Oh yeah!" When the guy, there was one I saw yesterday. It was a dad um, said he's having his kids listen to Aerosmith, and he listened to the song, and he was listening to the lyrics, and he's like, and he they put the lyrics on the screen, and you're like. Wow, that's really bad when you see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're hearing the song, you don't really connect it. Yeah. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, that's he, they wrote that down. Yeah. There's so many of them like that. Dave, you were making me smile because you were really jamming to that. And uh-huh. I'm like, how, how many times have I played this as bumper music? How many times have you heard this song? But the, at the end of the day, Journey rocks. So it's a banger, man. Gotta jam every time. It's a banger. Fell in love. I know I asked you guys, did you, you, did you watch the We Are the World thing? Yeah, I did. Not yet. Okay, so I watched that. I'm not going to give away any secrets. Uh, I hate that song, but I really liked that environment. It was really cool seeing all of those people, all those superstars. But all of them were like, man, that Steve Perry guy can sing. Mm -hmm. Like Even in that room with all those people, they were all like, wow, look at that guy. Oh, dude, Bob Dylan. That was sad. He's not a great singer. But his part of the documentary, like, he was, like, not doing well. And then I think Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder held his hand and got it done, yeah. It was really cute, but it was like, dude, you gotta be a little better than this. I felt bad for him legit. He was just like, He was, well, you could tell he was really shy and nervous, which is so weird because he has such an amazing career. And you're a performer, right? Right. Yeah. But it's a little different when you have like 45 you, superstars in who there. Who did you walk away liking more and who did you walk away liking less? Ooh, I like Cindy Lauper less after. She was a little annoying. Well, she's always man, been annoying. She was. She really thought she was doing something. She's a yeah. brat, man. I mean, like, especially that. I don't know about now. I'm not talking about now. But yeah, um, more. <clears throat> you know, honestly, Lionel Richie. Yeah, he was great. Lionel man. Richie. I, I always knew he was a big deal, right? You grew up. I grew up hearing his songs. Um, whether it was the Commodores or his solo career, but he was kind of a boss, and I didn't know that. Hmm. I didn't know he was like one of the big players. Yeah, 
in that group of people. Well, the thing is, they recorded that song after like the American Music Awards yeah, right or something. After, yeah. And Lionel Richie was wrote the song with Michael Jackson, uh, organized the whole thing. Then he hosted the American Music Awards that <laughs> night, and then went Jeez. to the studio and yeah. was like corralling everyone. Oh, you to know do that story, song. right? They did an all nighter. That was all of those people in there from like 10 p.m. until 8 a.m. Yeah. Something crazy like That's that. Cool. It, it, that was really neat, though, is seeing the interactions and stuff. To me, it was worth it for that. Even like, I, I think it's a terrible song, but I, I... You wonder how many people look back on that and, at themselves and just cringe. Mm-hmm. I don't like know. Like Cindy Lauper. Like maybe. She, she's like, oh, God. She's also in it now. Like, she was one of the people interviewed, so maybe she's proud of it. I don't know. Yeah. But there were a lot of people where I was like, man, you know who else came out looking really good was Huey Lewis. Yeah, he did. Like, not only did he handle his business really well, but other yeah. people were admiring his work, and I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What's your worst stage of life that makes you cringe? A, in like, re, like, well, For example, when I was in my early 20s, uh, I fancied myself a bodybuilder, and I certainly put in the work. I was like, I met my partner at one gym at 8 in the morning, then we met at another gym at 5 p.m., and I was, what? Just every bite of food and the whole bit. And I remember a time, uh, I had a very serious girlfriend back then, and she had a big family reunion. But this is going to be this kind of gross it, 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 on many levels. But I was so insecure and so jealous that one of her cousins from out of town came in town, and he was just cool. He was like a surfer guy, and he was cool. And I was jealous of her cousin. <laughs> and... The only thing I had going for me was I was a bodybuilder, and I remember that's all I talked about, and all I was just all about, you know, oh, how does this make my arms look and things like that, and I look back on that, and I'm like, I can't believe that was even me. I can't believe that was like the same set of DNA that I have now, because I would hate that guy, you know? Do you have anything like that in your past where you're like, man, oh, man, I wish I could go back and edit that? <laughs> Um, it's a different, I don't know, I'm, I can't really pick the age. Um, I would say probably somewhere like between sixth and ninth grade, like that range. Cause I was just, believe it or not, I was just not aggressive enough. <laughs> and I didn't really get, no, it's, I'm serious. Like there was a long oh, time. You're not kidding. No, no, no. I'm no, dead too, serious. Too timid. That's no, your no, problem. No, you, yeah. you, you guys have to understand my arc. Like as a kid, Church mouse, I was, Kevin. I was not quiet, but I was not assertive. I was not aggressive. I was. Like, you know, like I get hit and hurt and I'll be like, Ew. and then my, and my brother was the opposite. My little brother was like a mean little jerk when he, we were kids, but then it was about, it was about when I was in ninth grade, it started to change. And like 16, when I was 16 from then on, I was just a total, uh, you know, so you what, regret, what I am, what I am now, you regret the quiet part, <laughs> not quiet. Again, I was never quiet. I was always a talker, but I was not an aggressive assertive person. What was the canon event? What was the thing that made Kevin Wheeler go, I'm going to turn into the single most assertive human being who's ever walked Well, it gradually happened, first of all. But um, it was probably just being in high school and, you know, getting into weights and getting good at things and like, man, I'm good at these things and, wow, these other people aren't good at them and then you start to build from there. And I'll say where I was probably, where the, like what you see now, that, that was really college. Like once I was able to be where I was, I was did like, you re- all right. Did you did you reinvent yourself? No, I don't think. I mean, I don't. I didn't think not intentionally. If I did, oh, it was. Boy, I did. Yeah, I mean, it was a grad. <laughs> it was definitely a gradual thing because 
And it was funny is like my brother was always the kid that like he got in trouble for fighting all the time. And then at about seventh, eighth grade, he went the other way and totally calm, chill. And he's that same way now. And I was the calm, chill, not very, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not going to be a jerk. And then I was like, oh, I'm going the opposite. I'm going to be, and I didn't mean to do it. I didn't like decide it's time to be. Rach, does most of yours revolve around gingham and culottes and such? Oh, you know, the, the most, house the most of years. my life has been pretty cringe and awful. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, some of those years have played out on this show. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a work in progress here, people. I'm not going to pretend like I've come out on the other side of being kind of Oh, no, of I agree. I'm not, I don't either. I'm, I'm just a different to, kind I'm, of I'm weird. I'm trying not to even make eye contact with Andrew right now. <laughs> I'm glaring right at you. No, I am. Uh, <laughs> He's just waiting. Ask me, Dave. No, I... I feel kind of the same way. Like, I, I just feel like. Awkward phase is still going on. Uh, yeah. Like, yep. I mean, I will look at things like from like last hour. I'll cringe. Well, like, you got kicked out of a pool as a child because they thought you were a girl without a bikini top. So. And you know what? I don't. That's not. That's the not cringy part. That's the part I don't cringe at at all. It's not your fault. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I had flowing, beautiful hair, and those ladies <laughs> didn't respect it. <laughs> I showed them. I showed them what for. I think was that the uh, only thing that made them think you were a girl. Uh, I was. I was teeny. I didn't hit. What a sort of bird. bottoms were you wearing when I didn't? Uh, all kinds. Uh, when I um couldn't think of a joke fast enough. When I was uh, okay. When I was a uh, when I was fourteen, when I was starting high school, I weighed like ninety pounds. I was like under five feet tall. I didn't hit a growth spurt until around sophomore year, mm-hmm. or junior year. So I was just like I was teeny tiny my my whole life up to that point. So I think the the you know slender figure plus the uh, no top plus the hair <laughs> made them think that I must be a a female. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, weird segment, a little, tiny little thing. <laughs> And and again, that's the not embarrassing part. Yeah, no, no, we've all <laughs> we've all noted that. That's the parts I'm not ashamed of. Can we have several sports stories? Yeah, which one do you want? Do you want to do the the baseball stuff since it's pretty quick and easy? Yeah. Um, so Sonny Gray made his spring training debut today. Went well, two shutout innings. Uh, got the velocity was good. Everything. Every report is fine now. It's early, and he's a superstar. So you wouldn't think that there'd be bumps in the road early in spring training. But at this point, for players that are veterans like him. You know, Lancelin, whatever. The most important thing is that the next day there's no problem, right? So that that's really all you're concerned about at this point. If a guy stinks, whatever. As long as he feels okay the next day, it's fine. If he's great, whatever. As long as he feels good the next day, it's fine. But it's a good sign to see him in there. The deal with Brandon Crawford is done. So Brandon Crawford, when we touched on it a little bit yesterday when it was kind of reported, now it's official. He's in Cardinals camp. He's got a major league deal. He will be the backup shortstop to Mason Wynn. Um, and it's, again, you're talking about a guy at 37 who's past his prime by a, by a good number of by a few years. He had a huge year in 2021, but that's not coming back. Uh, but he's always been a good defender. He's uh, he's declining because he's 37. He's not going to mm-hmm. be the guy he was a few years ago. But you're talking about a guy that's won multiple World Series with the Giants, uh, who's won Gold Gloves, who's been an All Star. It's a pretty good guy to have as your insurance plan mm-hmm. if something goes wrong with Mason Wynn, like an injury, and he can get hot. And you never, you just don't know if yeah. you get a if you need him for three weeks. Maybe for three weeks he plays great. You just don't know. But it's also another thing. It, it fits in this thing we talked about. Was it last week when Arnado and Michaelis were talking about the the young guys mm-hmm. needing more leadership, and of course, not themselves not being the ones saying yeah. that they should do it. Um, you add another guy though that helps in that regard. I mean, Brandon so, Crawford would really fit as a guy that is 
a good example to follow who's been around the block. Claims was talking about maybe he plays Thursdays and Sundays. Is that what <laughs> you would expect of Matt Carpenter as well, or do you think that would be a lot of play for Matt Carpenter? I think for both of them, playing both of those days in a week would be probably more than you'd like. Um, now, it's going to vary. But in a perfect world, they'd all those guys would each play once a week, start once a week, and then maybe they come into a game – for defense late or they pinch hit against yeah. a good matchup or whatever. I've this is a team that this. should have a regular everyday nine. They might move around a little bit like Donovan might DH and play second and Gorman will DH and play second. But this should be a team that with good health, the the same nine guys are probably going to play every day. Are there, um, are there like 50 baseball bats that you can choose from because these are MLB approved? Or can you choose any bat in the world you want that's made of wood? And then if someone thinks it's hinky, they'll call you on it. No, they have to be, they have to meet certain standards before they can be in there. And, and that's all through the bat makers. Like they all know the rules. They all, you know, you're not. So you can't show up with Wonder Boy like on the natural. And... I mean, I don't think so, to be honest with you. I don't know if there's a screening process because I know nobody really does that. Uh, the bat companies make them for the guys to their specifications, and as long as those specifications fit within major league guidelines. So yeah. I guess if you did bring in a bat and it fit all the guidelines, it's yeah. probably fine. Someone you'll know who it is uh, famously said, "If you're not cheating, you're not trying." Um, do <laughs> you think that most people in baseball are are not maybe corked bat cheating, <clears throat> but looking for every advantage to the point of maybe bending the rules? I think they, they go. it goes in cycles. When there's something that can be exploited and people figure it out, then a lot of people jump on it, whether it was steroids for a while there for pitchers. It was the spider attack. It was the sticky substances to get a better grip, which also allows you not, not only to control the ball better, but mm-hmm. spin it more. And more spin is more difficult for hitters. Just mm-hmm. the end of the story. That's absolute. So right now there isn't a big thing to exploit because baseball is, you know, they kind of, it's kind of like whack-a-mole, right? The yeah. thing comes up and you smash it down. Why did spitballs work? Um, why do they work? They still mm-hmm. do. Uh, it's just the ball moves funny. That, that's the it's un unpre- it's it's not predictable for a hitter because the, the going back to spin, it makes it spin differently. That's why a knuckleball works when it's done, done when you when you throw it well yeah. because its movement is unpredictable mm-hmm. because it's not spinning. So the more you manipulate spin and yeah. you know like some of the guys, Don Sutton was not a spitball guy, but he was known for like using a file and cutting a ball or um, scrape sandpapering the side because even that little bit, so that means the one side of the ball weighs just that fraction Mm. of a bit more than the other side of the ball. So we were playing catch the other day, and I was showing you how I used to pitch, you know, submarine, and you said something. I wasn't listening because I wanted you to be more impressed. Uh, (laughs) But you said something like, oh, yeah, you can't throw junk like that. Is that true? Like when you throw... Basically, underhand, like Kent Colby, you can't get the spin on the ball? No, no, no. It just limits what you can do, right? So you, the, the advantages are most hitters don't see it, so it's surprising. Yeah. You don't have, the, you don't have thousands and thousands and thousands of, of pitches that you've seen looking like that. Um, your pitches that will go side to side typically are pretty good. You can get some sync on a fastball or on an off-speed pitch if you want. Um, and the only, and you, but you, what you don't get is Velocity. like, well, you know, you can, but it's rare because mm-hmm. typically guys that throw hard aren't encouraged to throw from down under, uh, guys typically end up trying that if their velocity is not working, but there, and there are exceptions. Um, and then there are people that are kind of hybrid between overhand and where you were, which is kind of just below yeah. direct sidearm. You're not quite full submarine, but you're lower below sidearm. Any, any notable guys that went both? They, they, do could, both? they could go up, they could go down. Um, yes, 
Probably in the old days. Yeah, more in the old days. But yeah, some guys will occasionally drop down to the side to surprise people. Yeah. Um, and it's just for that, the element of surprise. Like they're not used to it and like, oh crap. But they typically don't because it messes up the timing of your delivery. Um, and, you know, you do a certain thing a lot because that's what works really mm-hmm. well. Uh, but yeah, there are some creative, like veteran types, like Bartolo Colon. I don't remember if he did it. I think Pedro Martinez used to do that a little bit. Louis Tiant used to do it, play around <laughs> with his delivery. <laughs> Um, and that's an older school reference, right? Yeah, I mean, that's no, like seventies, eighties. Uh, he so, did this. Yeah, he did that little thing, and he turned his back completely to the hitter as he was going into his his windup. There are people that do stuff like that. It's just not very common because it's harder to repeat. Makes sense. And also, like if you're a hitter, if I see you do that, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I have a pretty good idea of what's coming. Yeah, but not, you know. I saw TikTok today where a guy was passionately, desperately making the point. Looking at uh, shot by shot, frame by frame of when Dorothy opens up the door to the cabin and now she's in Oz. And he's like, look, 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 that's not even her. That's a body double. And they never told you that. Now watch. Okay, see, it's black and white. That's a body double. Now watch, now watch. Now she opens it up. Now that's her. That's Judy Garland. And I'm like, brother, you need to go outside and take a walk. (laughs) Maybe practice falling down because you need your ass kicked. And then I was like, ah! Like, is that me with Bigfoot? Like, when I talk about all these things, are people just like, dude, no, life, no. Well, I mean, what's the conspiracy with Judy Garland? Like, I don't get it. Like, oh, they never told you this was a body double. Who cares? Yeah, yeah that's just, fine. Who's that into Wizard of Oz? That is, and that applies to, like, every movie ever. Like, randomly, shots will oh. be body double if it's, like, you know, a weird stunt or whatever. Or they need to do a reshoot or, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, and in yeah, the comments, because, they... of course, you run to the comments if you are like, take it easy. Oh, oh, they're it's doing always... that. She's been dead for 40 years. It's yeah. always nice when the comments reflect your inner thoughts yes. on this issue. Very validating. The worst is when you're like, oh, well, let's see what everybody has to say. <laughs> and they're, and they're completely going, they're... yes, it's like, oh, yeah. okay. Sometimes you'll stumble <laughs> across that really vicious one that just says, like, what do you want me to do about it? That, ooh, that one hurts. That one cuts. I, I didn't get through it because it was just pissing me off but there was one yesterday this lady is stitching a, a, vi- a video of somebody explaining why nobody should ever have watched jurassic park because it's satanic or something I'm like jurassic it's about dinosaurs you <laughs> find these things, I, think, I don't maybe maybe they were young earth people that were mad mm. oh okay maybe okay. yeah the devil planted all those I, dinosaur yeah birds. i don't know it was weird though call from mom answer it call silenced Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 337 DGS. Dave Murray joins us. So Hello Dave, Lots today, going on. Yeah, Lots I was going to say, today has to be one of those maybe two or three times a year where we get a swing like this. Yes. Uh, in fact, let's. I want to break this all down into pieces. The warmest I've seen so far today, 84 degrees. Ooh. That is probably it. We were expecting a record to be broken today. It was 79, the old record from 1981. However, the warmest ever in February is 85. So we're flirting with that number. Mm-hmm. From 1972, it actually happened on the 29th. Where's the official spot? At the airport. Okay. And and why is that? Is it because we have special equipment there, or it's just central, or what? It. it, A couple of reasons. Mainly is that it. it, Even though it's all kind of automatic now, Mm -hmm. it's. uh, It's. It has to be available. You know, twenty four seven. Okay. That information for uh, for the airlines. Interesting. Very interesting. And for people. Okay. Please continue. Okay. So we we've got that. Now, the front is slowed down a little bit. It's just starting to approach Kansas City now. Because of that, it's not going to get through St. Louis during our prime heating. And that's why the threat of any strong to severe weather is way off to our south and to our east. Let's draw a line from about Farmington to Carbondale Mm -hmm. and points south and east of that. That's where severe weather will happen later on tonight. And there could be some tornado watches going up. I'm also expecting a tornado watch to go up around Chicago for the same reason, the front coming through. But the front's not going to do much for us. Very limited moisture to work with. There might be a quick shower, rumble of thunder when this thing comes through. And I think it's probably going to get through here. I think we'll start to see that northwest wind kick in probably after 10 or 11 o'clock tonight. So the evening is very, very mild. And then temperatures drop like a rock. Let's just go with 84 for the high, going 25 for the overnight low. Almost a 60-degree drop in temperature coming overnight tonight. And we talked about this briefly yesterday. What's the biggest drop ever in St. Louis? Did a little work on that. Mm -hmm. November 11th, 1911. I had the year right yesterday. 50-degree drop in less than three hours. 65 to 70-degree drop in 18 hours. We're not going to be that, but we're going to be close to that. It, it's enough to to get your attention, no question about that. So do not go out the door. You're going to be out this evening. It's going to be really windy, and it's going to be really mild, and then you're going to wake up in the morning and say, oh, it's going to be another great day. It's not. It's going to be really cold. <laughs> it's 39 for the high temperature tomorrow, 40 mile per hour winds in the morning. So wind chills could be down in the single numbers. Winds will start to diminish during the afternoon, go down to 22 degrees on Wednesday night. Light winds, crystal clear skies. Thursday, sunny, cold start, obviously. 48 for the high, then a quick shower or a snowflake could be in here on Thursday night. It's not much. And then Friday, clearing skies in the morning, sunny, and try to warm it up to 58. Also, as this front comes through, probably, let's think with moisture, after midnight, there could be some windblown snow flurries or some windblown Mm. light snow for us. But again, that's not a big, big deal. But it's a a great weather ride over the next 18 hours or so. And then uh, by the weekend, we're kind of back into the 
Milder temps. Yeah, well, you know, 58 late Friday and then 60s over the weekend. Okay. That's why it's just great. I mean, even for St. Louis, you, you, well, man, I got a headache just thinking about it. So, Dave, would you call this the, the fall spring? Ah, it's tough. Uh, you mean the 84 today? Yeah, just I like what we've had recently. Yeah, I guess you could call it a, a false swing because we're 39 tomorrow and 22 tomorrow night. So even though that cold yeah. air does not get locked in, it's, you know, there's a lot of folks who are emailing me or texting me saying, hey, is this it? Are we done with winter? You know, we want to <laughs> mm-hmm. op- open up the barns and let the horses out and all that kind of stuff. No, don't do that. Do not trust the weather until after Easter. Will this weather uh, later tonight and tomorrow screw up like the crocuses or the tulips or anything? No, no. There, you know, tulips and tulips, I'd be surprised if there's many tulips up, but the crocuses are certainly up. Snowdrops are up. Uh, maybe some daffodils showing up in some places, especially after the last two days, but they're hardy. They can take this kind of stuff. Okay, fair enough. Uh, headlines. Brought to you by Schnooks. Get personalized savings delivered to you in an instant with the Schnooks Rewards app. All right. According to the Federal Trade Commission, the use of AI has really contributed to a rise in phone scams. So if you've been getting more robocalls, that could be why. AI has been used to impersonate people to receive personal information over phone calls. Yeah. Like the guy who called you, Dave, and said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. said I'm not a bot or yeah. whatever it is he said. I have a question. I know this is a George Rosenthal question, but if any of you know, uh, I've just recently started getting scam texts, and it's, hey, your package at Walmart, blah, blah, yep. blah. Yep. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not clicking on anything, but I did the first time open up the text just to see what it was. Do you think you get hit from just simply opening up the text? Got to click no. the link. Yeah, the okay. link. You gotta, yeah, you got to go to the link. Okay, yep. good. Because right. like, they oh, want some money. Happen. They want yeah. some money from you. Macy's is making significant changes to refocus their efforts, including closing 150 stores by the end of 2024. Meanwhile, they plan to open 15 Bloomingdale store locations and 30 locations of luxury cosmetic store Blue Mercury. Um, Maureen just got back from a trip. She always goes every year to Chicago with her sisters. And, you know, Michigan Avenue and Miracle Mile and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And she said it was so sad Aww. because, like, half of it's just empty. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. All these big high rises like we used to go to. And there's, like, a gazillion stories. I'm going to go get some chocolate. I'll meet you. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, mm, it's not it's not a ghost town, but it's not, it's a, sh- a, a shadow of its former yeah. self. It's really sad. I mean, people are obviously still buying things. We just buy more things online. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I love most about going to Japan is the shopping experience because like the mall situation the retail situation it is alive and well crime well and there are so many people working at those department stores i bought some scarves for some friends and three people were wrapping them up and putting special gift packaging on them or something and it's like you go to a macy's for example you're in st louis and there's like two people working on an entire floor so did they go through i mean obviously they went through covid did they go through the the work from home thing and did they come back from it better than we did i don't know the answer to that i'm sorry yeah i She's basically useless. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the, <laughs> I don't wow. think the crime thing is the problem on Michigan Avenue and Miracle Mile and all that stuff. Oh, I think it is. I think that's the economy thing. No, I think I think it's crime too because they said I forget which store it was Bloomingdale's or one of them had a big sign that said, and it didn't say the word crime, but it was unpreventable fraudulent loss, mm. shoplifting, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they were making a statement, like, hey, just in case you came here to buy a scarf. 
you can't because of the bad people. Did you guys see that the Walton family has sold $1.5 billion in Walmart stock as their shares near a record high? Hmm. Good for them. Oh, I know. Yes. They just, they needed them. <laughs> They've money. really been struggling. You know, I admire how they just toughed it out. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know how they did it before selling all that. A new Gallup poll is looking at uh, Americans' worries and it found that a record high number of Americans believe that illegal immigration is a, quote, critical threat to the nation's vital interests. The latest survey of more than 1,000 adults nationwide showed 55% of U.S. respondents believe that uh, that it is a critical threat, as I said. That number is up 8 percentage points from last year's poll. How do you think we got to this crazy time that... And I'm not talking about every one of them, but overall, the GOP are in bed with Russia. They love Putin. Tucker Carlson loves Putin. Donald Trump r- loves Putin. They run the, the, the GOP. Now the Democrats are all about closing the border, which, you know, I think they've learned from their own mistake. But well, but yeah. still, it's such a crazy time when the Democrats are the hawks in the border and the hawks on Russia and fighting the Russian influence in China. And it's, I don't know. It's like it's like they all got drunk or something. <laughs> can, I, can I ask you guys a question about the border? Because I found this earlier today. It had to be before 1992 because it was Bill Clinton as president going on and on and on about how terrible the open border is. They're taking jobs from Americans. This was 30 years ago, and it was a crisis. Yeah. Well, nothing has changed for the positive in 30 years. That tells me that nobody wants to change anything. I agree. That tells me that neither party, nobody has any interest in actually changing it's anything. not a lack of technology. So what's, for all, what's, what's with all the hype? If nobody wants to change anything, why do we even talk about it? Well, that's why we're, that's what is so interesting about 2024 is that the Democrats have seized the high ground on this. And they're like, hey, we need to fix this border, and let's do it, and let's fight Russia. And the GOP's like, nope, let's just uh, let's just fix the border now. Okay, let's fix the border then. Well, not quite yet, because our guy wants to be the one to take credit for it. It's just so messed up. But, like... I don't understand why Biden just doesn't make an executive order. I don't either, right? I mean, if it's that much we'll of an emergency. We'll ask our guys for Think Tank. Okay. It's a good question. It's just like, he's, he's waiting for a State of the Union. He's yeah, going to well, do it there you right go. before that. Oh, that's for, like, so good thought, Dave. for like 30 years, we've had people talking about this. Mm-hmm. And at least that. It might have happened under Reagan and, and H.W. Bush, too, for all I know. But for 30 well, years. Genesis, the illegal alien song. Remember that? That was a song because yeah. people knew what that was. Yeah. And I... I I don't know how anybody even claims the high ground or the right position when it's very clear that nobody in power wants to change the dynamic. Why, why don't they? Is it just For because it's a reasons. useful hammer? It's a useful thing to have as a weapon? Is it that, hell, you know, there's a lot of big money people that benefit from it? owners want cheap labor? Yeah, so then what? why do Democrats we even talk about voters? it? Why do we even talk about it then? If, it's, if nobody wants to actually do anything, yeah. then why is it even a conversation? Agreed. All right. Thank you, Dave. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You got it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 